Holy mackerel. Okay. So last year, first customer. Now, how many customers are you working with today? Well, we've got uh, 224 communities onboarded that are from around the world. So are they all paying? They're not all paying. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to getlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to getlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at getlatka.com. Hey folks, my guest today is Anitha Bieberg. She's an alumni of the Silicon Valley Founder Institute, is the founder and CEO of Seva Exchange, which is a platform using machine learning technologies to galvanize global volunteerism by reinventing time banking and other mutual reciprocity-based services for the modern digital economy. Check her out at sevaexchange.com. Anitha, are you ready to take us to the top? Yes. All right. It is Seva, by the way. Seva. Seva. Save yes, up. S-E-V-A. When did you guys launch? When you when did you write the first line of code? Oh, we only we only started building our product probably December 2000, uh, 2019. So it's in two years almost. Almost two, not year, two years. Okay. And walk me through what are companies or what are nonprofits? Like who are you serving? Who are your customers? Well, what I wanted to do because while our MVP launched in March 2020, as you know, what happened March 2020, yeah. um, the pandemic. So I decided just throw this out there to communities. Our platform really is uh, there is nothing else like this where anyone can ask for help when they're in need, and anyone can offer help any way they would like to, whether it's through time of service, through uh, fundraising like money donations through goods donations, and even lending out stuff. So no one can give you any excuse that they can't help their community on our platform because we've given you every option. Well, so who's (laughs) paying for it? Like, is it the government of the community or an HR lead or something? Who's paying? Yeah, so it would be the public sector that would pay uh, for this. Uh, Cities, smaller towns, we're going after those um, because we don't want to charge members. However, for nonprofits, I mean, what do nonprofits need? They always need volunteers and they always need money. So our platform helps them with both. So they would pay because they have, uh, we've created features for them that's conducive for them. And then we've also uh, uh, included like an enterprise version. So businesses can um, connect. It's like we're bridging the gap and building a completely new ecosystem of connecting all of these different sectors. And so, Anitha, what's the average city or nonprofit paying you per month to use this technology you've built? Uh, honestly, the best number when if it's a large city, we have to like separate. So I know there's a borough in New York, uh, Hudson. Is it Hudson? No, it's uh, no Red Hook. I think it's Red Hook. Hudson's another uh, one in New York, but so it would you would have to break it down. I mean, honestly, if it's like 10 million people, the whole point of our platform is to build trusted communities. So if Facebook were to be redone, like envisioned, I would say that it would be Seva Exchange. Well, so sorry, Nathan, just to dig deep, I just want to get a sense of pricing though. So you price based off number of citizens the city's managing? 
Uh, yes, yes, for okay. the citizens. However, right now, if you are a community, a neighborhood, it's free for neighborhoods, and then it's only $15 for a smaller community of, let's say, 200 to 500. We'll just give it to you for 15 bucks just to start it off. It's really based on the features that you need. Okay, so it's 15 per month for a smaller community of 200 to 500 people. Yes. Okay, got it. And when did you sign up your first paid community? Do you remember? Yes, that was last year because we had already negotiated with them. It was the Poor People's Campaign. It was a nonprofit in Alaska, Anchorage, Alaska. Holy mackerel. Okay, so last year, first customer. Now, how many customers (laughs) are you working with today? Well, we've got uh, 224 communities onboarded from around the world. So are they all paying? They're not all paying, but okay. it's okay. I'm not, I'm not focused on paying. I'm focused on getting people on there, right? Without the humans, the people to volunteer, there's nothing, right? It doesn't matter how fancy a platform sure, it is. Sure, you onboard them and then you can upsell. But how many have exactly. you successfully got onto a paid plan we've out of the got, 224? We've got several nonprofits now and several communities paying, but it's I don't really want to give away numbers right now. We we, oh. we got to work. We're, we're, we've focused all this time on building this incredible software. And now I'm shifting focus to converting our clients. We've got like an $80,000 backlog of clients that we can convert right now. So I don't know. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Got it. But, but so 224 onboarded and maybe like, like 10 ish, 20 ish or so have you've gotten over to paid and that's your focus sort of moving forward is to convert more of those over to paid plans. Yes. Yes. How have you funded yourself to date? If you've, you've basically sort of in pre-revenue. Um, I had a few, uh, like friends and then mostly family. Yeah. So you raised a little angel round. Not quite. It was very informal. So it's just people who knew me. Well, did they, did they get, did you give them, did you sell them equity? Um, It's a safe. Oh, okay. Well, that's pretty standard. I mean, are we talking like a hundred thousand bucks raised or like a million bucks raised? Uh, No, that a quarter million. Quarter, okay. 25,000. No quarter million. So a quarter million. Yeah. Yeah. And that was back last year, you said in 2020? No, no, I was, I the, because it's family, I just get it as needed. So it's, it's about 250 at this point. Yeah. But when did you do your first, I guess your first dollar on this, on this safe? Was it pre-COVID? Oh, oh yeah, definitely pre-COVID. Cause I, I actually met with someone who is a CIO of a company. It was a friend of my mother's and I was going to talk to him about technical people. And he literally wrote me a check for 10 grand that day. That's <laughs> very like, cool. Yes, but that's not, you know, that's not a normal occurrence as I've learned. Many of you guys listening have built incredible SaaS tools to help other founders, specific industries, really get value or make some system easier. The problem is you can't help your clients until they import some portion of their data. And you've considered on your Trello board and your Sprint timelines, spending weeks building a CSV importer for certain data sets. You're smiling right now because you know I'm right. And either you do it and you waste engineering time or you don't do it and your customers have a horrible time getting onboarded. And listen, let's face the facts. Your ability to give value to your customers sometimes is very dependent on their ability to get you their data. Once you have the data, everything is really smooth. Well, this exact problem probably explains 
explains why flat file is growing so quick. They've raised over $44 million and they do exactly this. The data onboarding platform for your marketing teams, your engineering teams, they enable you to get usable data faster so you can focus on what matters most to your business. And the fastest growing companies like my friend ClickUp, Zeb, multi-billion dollar valuation, they all use flat file. Now, flat file reached out, they wanted to sponsor. I said, do you got a good deal for us? And they do. For anyone listening, any anyone that's part of the top entrepreneurs community or GitLatka, you can get a deal now to get started today at nathanlatka.com forward slash flat file. And they make it so easy, by the way. Their onboarding is beautiful. You don't have to commit to a bunch of stuff. You can actually see a demo live instantly right now. Check it out. nathanlatka.com forward slash flat file. But this is great. You've hustled your way. You've gotten some seed funding here. You raised on a on a safe. Um, now you mentioned you mentioned you might be thinking about sort of going out and looking at additional capital. Are you looking at raising more or no? I am right now wanting to raise one point five million mm-hmm. uh, for equity round of 20 percent. Okay, so how much? So got it. So you're trying to raise out a valuation of what? What would that be? Nine nine million post money, something like that. Uh huh. You want to sell twenty percent for one point five million? Yeah. Okay. And, and why is that the right amount? Uh, just because my, my teammates, uh, we've, we've looked, both of us have looked and studied uh, like Jason Calcanese, you've heard of him uh, this week and started, we looked in all different ways and how we would convert based on how much we're just starting post-revenue, um, the, the, the stage we're in, how much we built the product where we're located, we're in the Silicon Valley, our team is strong. So all of those factors that put in kind of helps you figure out your evaluation. Mm-hmm. So got it. So 1.5 on basically a six pre or 7.5 million post yeah. means you'd be selling 20% of the business. Now, do you think you need to really get revenue going in order to go get that valuation? Or do you think you can raise that valuation right now with the 224? I can raise that right now. If I get more and more clients, I, the valuation will go up. So I'm. it's better people if they want, <laughs> then, I, then it'll be a, um, yeah, I think the valuation definitely will much be higher. So I'm doing both because I can't stop. I'm still trying to sell it to as many people and I'm fundraising at the same time. But, but right now, I mean, again, 224, you mentioned, you know, a handful are paid at 15 bucks sort of per city or community. So if you got 10 at 15 bucks a month, MRR today is about 150 bucks. So post revenue, but not sort of scaling. Yeah. It's not that much, but again, if I, if I get enterprises, it's a dollar to $2 per employee per month. Mm -hmm. So like I said, I'm not trying to make a buck off the the citizens who are going to be volunteering and helping out. It's really off the nonprofits and enterprises based on the features. I love that. You keep saying we. Tell us about your team. How many folks? <laughs> uh, let's see. We've got Martin Hoyce. He is my digital strategist He's from England um, originally. Uh, he's been with me the longest. Well, how many total, I've, Anita? I, I don't want to... Uh, oh, total. Well, he's. I had to do a shout out to him. He's basically okay, okay. my co- co-founder. Uh, about seven, and okay. we have uh, a team in India of about seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, or okay. uh, they're they're contract developers. Yeah. Did you find them via Cody Toss or any of those tools, or are these developers that you met like one on one personally and, and hired them? Um, no, it was a personal recommendation from another friend, and I did not regret that. I'm very blessed. I'm they 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 think of this as their baby, <laughs> and that's cool. very rare to get. Yeah, know? no, very cool. So you own most of the equity, but your friend it sounds like has a little bit as well. Plus, you've sold 250 grand worth to your friends and family. Yes, I mean friends and family. It's always 
they, they're not, they're not in it to, to make a ton of money. I mean, I just want to pay them back essentially, at least, at least that. <laughs> so. Very cool. Okay. Uh, well, this makes a lot of sense. What about getting new cities on board? How are you growing? Well, I'm actually working with community organizers, one in, uh, uh Oakland, the city of Oakland and, uh, San Francisco. So as you know, the city of Oakland is, and, and also Chicago. So mm-hmm. having people there who are part of the, the community, this, the person I'm working with is Africa Williams. She's also joining my team. It's weird. Every time I meet someone, I talk about it. Like, can I join? Can I join? I wish I could pay all of you, <laughs> but it's volunteer based right now. Um, but she is going and getting all the primarily African-American communities who really have been hit the hardest by COVID, but also by, by violence gang violence, just it's, it's scary. I, I literally live 45 minutes from Oakland, but it's a completely different world and mm-hmm. I feel very blessed. Where I am. Um, but that we need to help people. And that's the whole point of Seva. And the, my belief system is like Dharma. If we are able to, we must. So I feel being in a, in a privileged place, a privileged state in life, I have to help. And I mean, we all should if we can. Seva, on that note, which we love, let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? My business book? Uh, I've actually just finished reading one by Jenny Cassand. I can't remember the name right this second. No um, problem, Jenny Cassand. Yeah, she has. I actually liked her book better than Bradfeld's uh, Venture Deals. I mean, I know people are going to yell at me, but for a female social impact entrepreneur, it is it's the best book for fundraising. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Um, Yes. There's two CEOs. I I actually like uh, the one who created Papa, which is, it's it's a company that helps with social isolation for older generation. And they match people, like elderly people up with younger people to talk to and stuff. I mean, our platform already does that type of thing. It's, it's, but they focus just on that and they, they've raised a ton of capital. Okay. So the Papa founder, number three, what's your favorite online tool for building Seva? Uh, we were using, uh, you mean the online tool? Oh, Flutter for sure. I mean, the, our whole tech stack was Flutter, Flutter because you okay. can build um, Android, iOS, as well as web, all on one code and dark. Very I, cool. I, I will shout that out. I mean, Anitha, how, number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? <laughs> That's a good question. I'm working on that. <laughs> four, four, maybe four, four for sure, but six if, if I'm lucky. That's not healthy. Well, I'm on time zones everywhere, all over the world. I'm working with another uh, great uh, founder and civil rights activist, uh, Tim Jenkins in South Africa. I'm working with people in Taiwan. So yes, I'm on different all over. <laughs> okay, great. And as we wrap up here, uh, can we get a little bit more about your situation? Married, single kiddos? Single kiddos. <laughs> how many kids? Two. Very cool. And can I ask how old you are? I'm in my mid forties. <laughs> mid forties. Okay. We asked because the next question is, and this is the last question. Take us back to your 20. What's something you wish you knew back then? Oh, wow. Um, I, I wish I had the confidence to know that I could do anything I wanted. 
Guys, there you have it. SavaExchange.com, helping cities, communities, and nonprofits manage their volunteers, grow their causes more effectively and faster and more cost efficiently. 224 uh, cities, municipalities, again, nonprofits are using the platform today. Anitha is just now focusing on converting that into revenue. She's gotten 250 grand of support from her friends and family. Now looking to raise $1.5 million at a $6 million pre-money valuation, selling 20% of the business. Team of seven cranking along as they scale. Anitha, thank you for taking us to the top. Thank you. (laughs) 